I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Everton Fan Focus Podcast. My name's Mark Finnegan and this week I'm joined by fellow Evertonian Mark Ellis. Hello. Um, this week we're going to be looking at the West Brom performance on Monday night. Uh, there's been a lot of things that have, have fallen out after that game. Um, a lot of issues that have arisen and obviously we've got now a two-week break before Everton play the next game. So there's a lot of things to discuss which we're going to do here today. Um Obviously, there's, it was a disappointing result on Monday night against West Brom, and it, it tended to be, although there was a bit of positivity after the West West Ham and the Manchester City game, it sort of it was like back to the Everton of, of the Christmas period, really against West Brom. We, we we lacked a lot of things, and that's been a constant team this season. Do you think, Mark? I do. It was such a shame after the way that Everton performed at West Ham, um, that everyone thought we'd take that belief into the uh, into the game. We didn't. We just reverted back to type as to what's gone before this season. It was such a, a, a disappointing performance. There was no a total lack of conviction in our play and the way we attacked again. No belief. And um, it was really, we thought we'd take the next step on and we took two more steps back. Well, I was going to say, we sort of, even though we didn't win, we, we, yeah. we sort of took a step forward with the, the, the performances against West Ham. Yeah. Obviously, um, the character we showed away at West Ham and coming back against Manchester City. We we all sort of will take that as a bit of a positive, but you just got the feeling on Monday night you're like, oh god, this isn't really getting any better, is it? No, there's no. Uh, we're all desperate searching for that reassuring performance, and we just never got it on Monday night. There was all the worries, and, and to be honest, we've added to the worries with what went on with the penalty and everything. Um, to be honest, that's just added to it. Yeah, it, it, so the season feels like the perfect storm. It's not going to let us out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just don't. I don't like, Really, it's probably the best description. Really, <laughs> we're going looking at the game, Mark, in more detail. We, we we controlled it, didn't we, in terms of possession? West Brom came with a game plan under Tony Pulis, and we won't dwell on that because they were very negative. Yeah, Berahino was left wing. They showed no ambition at all, did they? No. But for all our possession and probably dominance of the game, we we didn't dominate in the right areas. We we couldn't break through, could we? No, I think I counted two shots on target in all of the first half. Both of them. From Morales, it was a low team shot and a free kick, which which was even tamer to be honest. Yeah, there was no no. There just seemed a total lack of uh, belief going forward. 
It was it was disappointing. I mean, I remember there was one or two chances, as you said. Obviously, um, the longer that the half went on, it was more and more frustrating. Um, you could feel the nervousness around the ground, really, as well, couldn't you? I mean, that's been a, a theme yeah. of this this season at Goodison, but. To the penalty decision, I mean, that was one of the main talking points. What's your views on it, Mark? I just thought it was an abs- Morales was an absolute disgrace, what he'd done, uh, taking the ball off Baines. Uh, Baines really should have stood up and, and um, asserted his authority on that. Um, he's the penalty taker. He's the one uh, with the responsibility. He should be taking the penalty. Morales, OK, played well, but you can show your confidence in other areas, and he was quiet all first half. I don't think he had any right to take the ball off Baines. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's put the team in a, in a horrible position there because Baines didn't want to cause the scene, and Morales has took the penalty and, and sends it across those two points. It has. I mean, I, I spoke to a lad the other day. He, he, he was all out. He was slating Leighton Baines about this. Yeah. And I was just like, well, hang about. Yeah, maybe Baines should have stood, stood up himself a bit more, but Morales is the one, really. He's the one who took responsibility, missed the penalty. And yeah, he, he, he has been greatest when he's been involved this season, Morales. But I think, in general, he's been inconsistent yeah. during his time and everything. So, but the thing is, with him, he, he tends to be a bit of a golden boy with some of our fans, I think. I agree. Um, I don't want to sound controversial, but they may be. He's maybe been a bit blameless in certain areas. Um, yeah, Bain should have stepped up yeah. um, and maybe like grabbed hold of him. But as as you said, Mark, he's not that sort of character. He doesn't want to cause any more disharmony. Martinez and Jagielka, I don't think they had a clue what was going on. So, But I think that, I mean, yeah. without dwelling on it, it probably sums us up this season, doesn't it? It's very softly, softly, nicey-nicey approach. There's no one really grabbing the game and grabbing, you know... And, and grabbing hold of someone and set and having a word or being a bit rough and ready, it's all very much like yeah, yeah very much routines and you know, we're the nice Everton and this is how we do things. Just look directionless, don't we? And it's like got players are doing what they want in teams on the pitch. Um I, I mean a lot of people wanted Jack Yelka to, to step up. I, I think thinking back now it would have been a bit really ridiculous for the captain to come running over forty yards yeah. and take that. I mean, it was totally Morales' fault. He instigated all of it and he put uh, Baines in a in a bad position, and took advantage of his personality. I think more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it's probably coming from that that display show the way at West Ham when he came on, he did change the game yeah. then. But you know, uh, an hour of football doesn't really warrant you taking the ball off the, the number one penalty taker, does it? So, no. As we as we we all agree, the, the, the corners and things from Baines have been woeful this season and beyond, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mix it up with the corners, mix it up with the free kicks, but a penalty is. Is your, is your one chance of scoring well not your one chance but when the ball's placed on the spot it's just one shot isn't it yeah yeah. admittedly Baines could have missed it um, but in reality we probably all would have felt better if you said well, grab the ball back and said no this is my this is my job this is my responsibility I've only ever missed one yeah. and took the penalty and then obviously it's all hindsight now but it was, it was not a nice situation to be in no Um he obviously then it was that was just on the break, wasn't it, Mark? And he he went off at the break, and apparently it was for an injury. Are you buying that? Not buying that at all. No way. Martinez tried to kid us, and he's getting more ridiculous by the interview. Martinez lately, I like you know I do like the guy, but it's really uh, getting to the point where he's making a show of himself. There's no way Morales um, was carrying an injury. Um, he certainly wasn't looking like he carried an injury when he stepped up for that penalty. No, um, Martinez has uh, took him off as punishment for that. I, yeah. I think, and it's ended up hurting us in the second half. As I well. think. I think. I, I think you're probably right. I think words were definitely said. The likes of Naismith and yeah. Lukaku, the way they were looking at Morales when he'd done it, um, and all the camera pan to Lukaku after it. I thought 
Nice be, animated. To be honest, yeah. there'd be something wrong if nothing did get said. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a team full of lads there who just come in, they're, they're having a frustrating time. You'd expect something to be said, but I mean, I don't know at all. Everton have put a bit of a spin on it. You know, it was an injury, and then after the game, he was signing autographs and all of that. We're That's, not buying it. I don't no. think we're that soft. To, so anyway, he came off at half time. Yeah. Second half, excuse me, was um, pretty much a continuation of the first, wasn't it? Yeah, there was just. We just thought, well, second half, Morales went off and Oviedo came on and it was just any kind of pace that we had in the team had gone off with Morales. So uh, you could pretty much uh, predict the scoreline from the second half, yeah. first whistle. We just, far too narrow, far too central, um, not enough uh, quality on the ball. And, and we only had a couple of, like, Lukaku had a long busting run where, where he got the crowd up and everything. And, and we had a few shots from outside the box, but it was just total lack of conviction. The players expected it to be no no I think, from half time. It looked that way. I mean, uh, we, we'll draw on some of the individual performances. Yeah. Who were the shining lights for you? I think, well, obviously, everyone's talking about Bassett, and rightly so, because he was fantastic and he is coming into his own now as an Everton midfield player. Uh, but really, for me, John Stone stood out a mile, uh, yeah, a country yeah. mile above anybody. Fantastic coming out of the box. He takes so much responsibility on the ball. He was even showing Coleman how it was done first half with going down the right and whipping balls in. Just a, a fantastically composed performance in a team with headless chickens, to be honest. And that, that from a lad who's, you know, he's, I don't know if he's turned 20 yet, but you think at times, I, I've wrote about this in the past, at times the youngest lad in the defence looks like the only one who's got his head screws on. And, yeah. you know, I think maybe, yeah, Jack Elk could probably play better alongside Stones, but. Um, well, I thought I thought Seamus Coleman. To be fair to the lad, he had a better game, didn't he? Yeah, he does. By his own standards, he hasn't been good enough, has he? He's dipped alarmingly this season, hasn't he? Mm. From, from what went on last season, I don't know. We just don't know what's going on. If anyone's got in his ear about a, a transfer or anything, he's certainly mm. played like a player who's had his head turned. Yeah, I mean, he had a couple of injuries, yeah. didn't he? But I think he played better, didn't he? Uh, Bezic is obviously the man everyone's focusing on. Yeah. As the second half went on. Um, this ended up being a point of discussion. He came off, didn't he? But yeah. I don't think he helped himself. If he, if he was injured, he sprinted off, didn't he, Mark? And he it, did. That's that sort of reaction from our crowd. Well, had he blimped off or been assisted off by you know the physio, no one would have said a word. But it just looked like a rank bad substitution for Mark that's taken off our only our best midfield player. Yeah. And for Coney, I thought maybe and Ross Barkley's biggest fan, him or Barry would have been ideal to come off for Coney. Yeah. I thought Bassett was was running the show in the middle. And it wasn't just defensively with Bezic neither. I mean, he offered something going forward. He, yeah. he was looking to pick a pass. He's not scared to take the ball. Never mind all this. He loves a tackle and all he of that. He does look like he's got the yeah, yeah. sides of it to his game, doesn't yeah, he? And yeah, I, I think he's, he's definitely an exciting future. And when we look at the spine of the team, you've got the likes of Stones, you've got the likes of Bezic, Lukaku, Barkley. That, to me, is, is, a, is going to be the focal point for years to come. Yeah. And we've talked about transfers last week and we'll talk to them again today, but... Definitely behind that, you need a young goalie. You've got your goalie, your yeah. centre half, your midfield, your attacker. That's the span of the team going forward. We, we seem to have that core, core like potential in the right areas, but there's just one or two gaps to be filled. But yeah. I agree with you about Stones. I thought he was head and shoulders above the rest. Um, Bezic came off. It turns out he was injured. Yeah. Obviously, in, on the subject of individual performances and crowd reaction, shall we say, um, Ross Barkley. What's your take on, on, on Ross? I thought it was horrible to be amongst it, to be honest with you, what was going on. Ross Barkley, um, I said last week, is the future of that, and, uh, and I, I, nothing's changed my opinion on that. Um, to be in, in a crowd where uh, a, 
a young lad like that is getting booed just for picking the ball up. Um, I thought was was horrible to be in. I don't know how he's expected to perform in that. Listen, let's not let's get it right. Ross Barkley shouldn't be in the first team right now as it stands. He should be in the under twenty ones or you know a bit more he's like, but maybe on loan again for another month or two. He's just lost his confidence in the first team. It's do you think nobody. he needs time away then, Matt? Yeah, I do. It just needs doing nobody any favors playing him in the team. He's, his confidence is so low. Martinez is hanging him out to dry a little bit. And the crowd and I want his back family, I would be taking him out at this point. It's yeah, not doing I, mean, any good. I think playing in not he played in the number ten the other night, didn't he? And him and yeah. Morales were played in the natural positions, which is what we've been crying out for, but it just didn't work. No. So I think he's been chopped and changed, hasn't he? But he's been chopped and changed in the middle of a, a, a an awful uh, run of form. Yeah. If you do honest. that when the team's playing well, don't you? Not when the team's yeah. one win in thirteen. You stick to your best team, best players in their best positions. Exactly. I mean, experiment. There's a time to experiment, isn't there? Basically, yeah. that's what point we're trying to make. But. I think, from my point of view, uh, Bark. I'm not defending him, but I think you know there's a lot of expectation on his. The likes of Bezic, him, Stones, Lukaku. You got to yeah. realise these lads are 19, 20, 21. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's some there's some lads in that team who are internationals. Who you know the likes of your Barrys, your Coleman's, your Jagielka's, Howard's, Baines. Yeah. You know even Aidan McGeezy. They're, they're experienced. These are the ones who you need to be relying on. But at the moment, this season, we're not relying on anyone. I think. It was horrible to be amongst it. Yeah. There was people losing their heads and like grown men screaming at Barkley and booing and before he even had yeah. a touch. And that will probably affect him. There's no denying that. I mean, he's a big Definitely. enough lad and he gets paid enough to take criticism. But the way it's put across by some of our fans is a bit. It's a bit iffy, isn't it? Shall yeah. we say? I would never. You can never, You know, people pay their money and they can make their choices about who they boo, and that's fine, no problem. But it was just the level of, of sort of. People uh, had already made their minds up before he picked the ball up about yeah. what was going to happen. It was like, yeah. I'm gonna be, I am going don't want him on the ball, I don't want him anywhere near it. So I, I don't know how any player can play in that under them uh, conditions. I thought it was horrible. But that to, to, that to me, Mark, echoes the likes of how it was early in the season with Howard, with yeah. Distant, with Jagielka, with Gareth Barry. In more recent times, yeah. he's, he's still not having the best of times, Barry. You know, Lukaku, oh, yeah. you can't hold the ball up. There's, there's, there's men next to me and women screaming. It's like... We'll play to his strengths and you'll sort of see his reward. I'm not trying to defend the players, no. but I think as Evertonians, as football fans, we do lose our heads a bit, really. I mean, obviously there's cause for concern, but I think collectively we're not good enough. The manager, we've not been good enough. Everton, it doesn't look like we're going to sign any players. So overall, the picture is, is a bleak one, shall yeah. we say. So to, to, you know, to, to take it all out on one or two of the younger members of the squad and... That's not going to help things. No. But as you said, people people pay the money to have their opinions and air and air their views, yeah. and, and that will continue. But um, obviously, our fans were very vocal at that point. One thing I did going on the results. Obviously, it was a disappointing game. Yeah. Yet another draw. Well, it was our fourth on the spin. Another must win with no win. Exactly. Yeah. We've got a long wait now. I mean, our fans' reaction was one thing. I I've, I've sort of put in the notes for this is. Um, the crowd noise towards the likes of Barkley and Bowen and whatever yeah. substitutions, but at half time, without like trying to, you know, have yeah. a go at our fans, I just think we've been crying out for a good atmosphere. We yeah. don't often get it. Uh, I sit in the Gladys seats, which is notoriously the more louder side of the ground, but it's yeah. it's not being the case. Yeah, we cheer when things are going good, but also you you know you want to see a reaction from the fans as well. There's been a lot of. Uh, sell out to Goodison this season. Yeah. I don't know whether there's been people jumping on the bandwagon from Not last sell season. Sell out atmosphere is though. Well, like, of course, that's yeah. it. That's what I'm trying to say, Mark. And yeah. 
But all of a sudden at half time, there was sort of this Hollywood team in place. Uh, I was on the concourse and not everyone came down. They wanted to be involved in this movie. And there's a movie maker then telling us to be vocal and all of a sudden you see it. It was incredible. I, I was I, I avoided it to be honest with you. I'm not saying the kids are not, uh, you know it's great for the kids and it is and I don't want to be a killjoy and that's that's great and it was fantastic for them to be involved in that. But for us it does seem a bit of a wool uh, pulling exercise from the board. But also it was really disheartening after a, a, a first half where there was no um, no urgency in the crowd, let alone on the pitch. There was no um, atmosphere that all of a sudden because. Uh, a camera shoved in people's faces. The atmosphere is great all of a sudden. And it, yeah. it felt like we were missing out on the game, having a point at that time. It, that's it. I mean, I, I completely get your point on. Yeah, maybe it, it shows Everton in, in a media light and for the kids and all of that palaver, but really it doesn't wash with me. I, no. I never watch any of the half time entertainment, but the fact is yeah. there's, there's very much concerns on the pitch and there's still these underlying concerns off the pitch, Mark. Yeah. That I know yourself take a, a, a strong view on them I and mean, maybe we'll, if we get time we'll, we'll touch on them later yeah. um, that ties in probably with the, the announcement of the Deloitte figures but there's a lot of concern you look now, you know, we've got a week left of the January transfer window we're 12th in the league yeah. looking at the upcoming fixtures you, you've, you can't help but be concerned can you Mark? No, not at all there's, um, there's very little going on at the club that's, uh, that's sort of... Um, Screaming positivity at the moment. We are in need this window of. We've gone three weeks already. You know we've needed a goalkeeper all season. I know not. not a lot of teams are buying players at the moment, and they do tend to save it for uh, like Jim White Day on Sky, don't they? I think. But, it's just um, ridiculous that, though, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's just another media farce, isn't it? Yeah. But really, we're screaming out for a Kevin Campbell type signing. That's what yeah. I, I firmly think. Now, this, this team reminds me so much of that team back then. No belief. We do need a spark, a catalyst, a, really a perfect fit. And I know that's hard to find, but mm. we do need like a Kevin Campbell type signing for me, for us to just to get over the line. Really, that's what the season's become. Get super Kev up front, then to drag <laughs> in a few goals. Eh? Yeah, I uh, think he's still got it. Show Lukaku how it's done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I completely agree. Like to a lesser point, you'd probably say the likes of Landon Donovan. We signed him a few Januarys, yeah. didn't we? And it, it just gives you the lift. We all know Donovan probably wasn't the best technically gifted player, but he gave us a lift. Yeah. He had a go. He provided energy. You need someone to sort of basically drag you out of the mire. And at the at the moment, we haven't. We don't seem to have that figure that can do that. Mm. Um, yeah, the likes of Morales, the likes of Lukaku, Barkley yeah. on the day they they can be they can be world class. I yeah. think. And and in time they may be world. The likes of Ross and, and Romelu. But yeah. at the at the moment with. We're just still lagging, aren't we? We're just we're, we're, we're almost waiting for that kick start of the season. Roberto yeah. said, "Oh, you know, maybe coming back after this Qatar break can can kick start the season." But you don't want to yeah. be. We don't want to be sitting here doing this podcast in April, and we're still saying the same. No, I mean, if we are saying the same in April, we'll be looking. Uh, the football league show will be absolutely amazed up. We'll be top billing. Oh, I could but, just uh, about stay up for matching the day because we're always last on that. Never mind the football league show, Mark. If we're last on the football league show, you're talking two a.m. But um, no. Um, you know, I think the Qatar trip is slightly inappropriate given what's happened this season. We're on a Mike Walker run of form. I don't think uh, it sends the. I, I understand why they're doing it, and I sincerely hope it works for our sakes. But it, it, at the moment, it seems a bit inappropriate to be going to Qatar. It's not great to see, is it? Because you, you, after these disappointments, yeah. we're all here doing our job. Yeah. <laughs> and although I'm not naive enough to think that Baines and Ralph will be having a pina colada <laughs> on the pool, but. Um, 
I know it, it just doesn't look great, does it? But I think no. they've done the some sort, same sort of thing last year with uh, going to Tenerife. Obviously, last year, Everton was going to plan. Yeah. Everton, Martinez, touch, turn to gold. This season, it fell on its arse, let's be honest. 100%. So, yeah. hopefully, I'm like you, I do, I do hold that, that hope yeah. and desire that we will just turn things around this season and sort of a bit of salvation. Maybe the Qatar trip will do it, but looking at the fixtures ahead, Mark, yeah. It doesn't get any easier, as they say, and I know it's very cliche and say there's no... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Weezy games in the Premier League, but there isn't. No. And looking at our next run of games... You know we're playing a different mixture of time play uh, sides. Sorry, we've got the European involvement as well. So looking yeah. at that, there we go to Palace at the end of the month, Mark. Then yeah. we've got Liverpool at home, Chelsea at home, Young Boys away, Leicester at home, sandwiched in between that and the Young Boys at home leg, and then I think we go to Arsenal and Stoke towards the end of Feb. So yeah. difficult. Leicester game standing out a mile already, but yeah, to be honest, we it's a six we, pointer, absolutely six pointer. <laughs> I think Leicester will be thrilled. With the, you know they've got us. No, it's it's a six pointer, massive. And um, Palace away, my word, they they certainly know how to play against us, don't they? They've got us. Uh, they know how to play. They know how to attack us. We're not high on confidence. Um, and uh, it's also part you again. Well, he knows how to play against us, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. With uh, Newcastle beat three two earlier on in the season, so exactly. I would say. Palace away. I, I would love for a guy like Gary Speed one the Leicester for that like a last yeah. minute penalty where we barely deserve it. <laughs> I'll take that now, Mark. Yeah. yeah. And then the Derby at home, and who knows that could be the making of us, but um that's being optimistic. I think Liverpool and that look like they're clicking into gear. Yeah. Uh, again. They'll probably have storage back by then as we well. We don't think we haven't got a gearbox at the moment, so we just need um yeah, I think if we beat Palace we could see a sharp up turn, but I don't know. It's really tough games. Leicester is standing out a mile though. We do need to. It is. I, th- I think that's the Sunday, isn't it, Mark? I yeah. mean, we've got the Derby and then Leicester, but overall, we've got a lot of away games. We've yeah. got Palace, Young Boys, um, we've got Arsenal, Stoke. Maybe that might be a good thing with the atmosphere, the good sun, not um, sort of getting more poisonous by the week. I would say. I would say maybe. Yeah. With the with that, we've got an awesome away following, probably the best in the league. Um, probably the best in Europe, given the, the distances they've It is superb, considering how poor we'll be in this season. Awesome. You, you, you'd expect your fans to stay behind you, but yeah. I don't go to any as many ways as 
as I used to when I was a younger no. lad, but I'm, and I'm sure you don't either, Mark. But yeah. it is it, it it makes me proud to see that sort of following. But yeah. it also it makes me feel like they deserve more. Not and last season, last season they got the rewards. This season they haven't. No. You know that Southampton game probably is is the, the standout one the because lowest. of the distance and the performance put in. Yeah. Um, for me, they should be bloody helicopter back for that. Never mind on a coach. It's they're, they're fantastic the away support. They never let us down at Lille. I remember going there; it was just incredible the amount of people that went over there. Yeah. And I know the same as with Wolfsburg, and I know the same that we're going over to Young Boys. It's just the commitment. If I, you know, it is, does sound like a classic fan show, but if the players had shown half the commitment the, the fans have shown this season, then yeah. then we'd be here challenging. Or half the passion of the French police, shall we say? <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah, um, see, yeah. So it, it is. It's obviously, looking at Enter Palace, we've got Pardew there, the Liverpool game. Um, touching on Europe there, what about Lille? We've got young boys, and I think probably we were all happy with that draw. That, that to me, Mark, has been the one positive, yeah. hasn't it? It has. It's been our comfort blanket all season long. The Europe, Europe League. The competition has suited us. We've um, we've we've played extremely well in some games. Wolfsburg was a bit of a. Um, we won four one, but it could easily have been five each that game. But um, there's oh, been yeah, fantastic that, yeah. performances um, away at Wolfsburg and at home to Lille. You know the competition suits us. I do really still fancy us to do well in the Europa League. Yeah. Um, it's sort of been our um, go to place this season for any kind of positivity. But you know, young boys. Um, got to wear this so carefully. I think we can beat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It's not the best, not the best team name, is it? But uh, no. I've got me ticket for the home leg, and I think playing away, yeah. even if notoriously this season we've gone and got a point. I think we went and got a point in all three of our games, didn't we? We did. Krasnodar, Lille, and Wolfsburg. Sorry, we beat Wolfsburg too. Yeah. No, did we? Yeah. Um, so you know, just an amazing performance given what's gone before and after as well. You know, so you, you think you think everyone. It's easy to say, oh, European sides don't know anything about Everton, so that's why we're having a yeah. lot of luck against them. But um, in in the Premier League, we've been found out. But yeah. I think Martinez is going to stick to his guns. It's just there's such a lack of confidence and such a, a despondency around the place compared to last season. It's almost like. It's almost like a come down from like yeah. a big night out that you're building up to. Martinez got the job. We were all buzzing. Yeah. I remember writing. I felt like writing an article every day last season. I know you did too. Yeah. This season, it's been like oh, do I really have to? But well, you know, so last season was like a throwback to how fans must have felt in the mid eighties. I know that's like stretching it a lot. But for us, you know, this generation has only seen seventh place, sixth place finishes. You know, non trophies last season really. Uh, Send people right back to the eighties a little bit where yeah. we were going toe to toe with the best. Mm. You know, we did look like we were, we were really going places. And this season, someone's just stuck a massive pin in the yeah. balloon and we're left with what's left. That's it. I mean, I said to one of my mates the other day, I said, I, obviously I'm a realist, and I think, yeah, we're we're in a relegation fight. And yeah. but I haven't so said those words since you know the second season Moyes was in charge. We all know he had a blip then. Well, it yeah. turned out to be a blip, but we were always comfortable. Yeah. You never were really looking over your shoulder under Moyes, and no. obviously it, it ran its course. And, and times have changed. We thought Martinez sort of took that on and, and made us even better last season. Yeah. And we, yeah, we were un, not unlucky. We we were just not good enough to finish in, in the top four. Yeah. But um, this season, it's just been like 
It's so tight in all areas of the league. You need two or three wins just to move a bit, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I've been to West, uh, West Ham, uh, sorry, West Brom on Monday night. Even if we'd won, we wouldn't have moved anyway. Yeah. It's getting worrying now where we're sort of getting cut off from sort of the rest of the. You know, we're getting where we're only going to be in a relegation battle all season. That's it. There's just so little positives to take from it. I do think the only thing that can help us now is, is, a, is a signing or two. Yeah, because well, this, these current group players look like um, they need a bit of inspiration from somewhere. Well, that that brings us nicely probably to the next point. The, the point of Samuel Eto'o. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've got. I think I think it's the second of Feb that the transfer went. So it's a little over a week. I think it's a week Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Samuel Eto'o looks set to maybe join Sampdoria. Um, there was a statement this week by the Sampdoria president that he don't know who's in charge at Everton. You probably echo echo those sentiments, <laughs> wouldn't you, Mark? But yeah. What What's your take on Eto'o? I think, well, when he first uh, was linked when we were signing him, I was against it. I wanted someone younger and hungrier, uh, you know, to come, I mean, what I perceived to be younger and hungrier player. Um, but when I first saw Eto signing for Everton and then physically in the shirt looking mean, and it really turned my view. I was quite fickle over it and I said, you know, this could be a fantastic signing for us, yeah. particularly in the Europa League. But it, it's just gone south so quickly, he hasn't. Been played in his favourite position. He hasn't um, sort of uh, got a regular run of games where he can get established. Burnley away, he was, he was class, world class, in fact, mm-hmm. that day. And, and and then all of a sudden he's out the team again. You know, I don't think I think he has got a history of um, dressing room unrest at Barcelona. So maybe, but I'd be amazed if, if a professional at age is. Um, is acting like that, you know, mm. you'd think he'd be better than that. But, um, it's slightly confusing though, isn't it? Because he came and signed a two-year deal. Yeah. Uh, I echo your thoughts. Um, well, I wasn't I wasn't um, disappointed with the signing. I was made up, to be honest. And yeah. I just I just thought it was a bit of a surreal experience seeing him in Royal Blue. It but, was. And he did do well. I think he was utilised more away in Europe. And yeah. he, he led the line well. Like the Krasnodar away performance stands out. Fantastic. I think he scored yeah. the equaliser, didn't he? Um, he's got a f- he got a few goals. The name I mean, on his debut he scored in that six three with Chelsea. Um, yeah. the, the Burnley game was a masterclass. Um, you know, I remember thinking this is this is brilliant and the way it's working and the way we're utilising them. But then yeah. that worked in that number ten role that day, and then since then it hasn't. And there's been talks of it, dressing room unrest. Apparently, yeah. he said uh, to the players. Don't stick with this manager because he'll ruin your careers. This is all hearsay. I don't know what to believe. Yeah. To me, he doesn't look like the type to do it. But he's had that many clubs. He's got that much experience and that much bloody money. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't hold back on his views. Maybe. So, yeah. Thinking this is his last chance of his career and he doesn't want to waste it. Yeah. In this current malaise. Something happened. Something's happened, hasn't it, Mark? Not half. Yeah. If, I think. If, if we get a few quid for him, we get a few quid for him, which is nice. But. Me and you are not naive enough to think that that them few quid will then just go back into the team. Yeah, no. yeah. Let's be honest. We've done well in our probably in our in our last two transfer windows. Yeah, we have done well. We've signed decent players. We've spent money. How much of the, those figures that we've spent is is up for up for question as ever? But I mean, how confident are you that we will bring in players? We we talked last week about needing a goalie, a centre half. We might not get the centre half or the winger that we want. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's it, it's it's clear that we do need a goalie. Maybe a bit of a loan signing on the wing. I agree. I think given what the boards have done in the last few Januarys, you've all been left really disappointed with what's gone on, and the, the sort of squad strengthening hasn't been there, and we've missed out on Champions League as a result. I think the last two seasons, in fact. Um, I'm. I'm not really confident with this board about anything to be honest with you but I would certainly hope there'd be a signing or two but, but not like the players we got linked with Lennon and 
and today McMahon and when, you know yeah, well, what, what, know. what do you mean with, that, with Aaron Lennon because they've talked like, there'll be interest in Morales won't there he's yeah. not going to go this month let's be honest No, he's going to go in the summer we all know that I mean I remember him giving an interview 18 months ago about playing in Spain and yeah. part of me then had echoes of the Fellaini thing where he's talking about Champions League but yeah there's been talk of spares plus cash, you know, coming in for, for Morales with Lennon, but what, what do you think of that? I don't know, I think it's a shame when we're getting sort of the likes of Spurs, think they can take our best players off, because I think that's a real poor um, how we're standing at the moment in the Premier League. But um, What, like Louis Saha? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Team most yeah. random, I know. Yeah. But um, it all fell flat on its face with Pina, who could do the same with Morales. I think, yeah. I think we both know that he's capable of making a step up, but his Spurs is... Yeah, yeah, it probably is. Spurs is probably a step up, isn't it? As, as bad as it sounds, I would say so at this moment. But it's just, I think Morales, the way he played the other night, he did play with a bit of a sulk on him. I thought in the first half, um, he did look like he was handing in a transfer request on the pitch. Maybe, most. maybe he knows that he's going to go eventually, Mark, and yeah. he's just trying to drag Everton, drag Everton through. Maybe that was part of his thinking with the penalty show. But maybe, yeah, I can Chelsea's moment like he's Bradford. That was yeah, yeah. I mean, my main concern now. I don't want to lose our best players, but no. if no one, if someone doesn't want to stay at the club, I'm focusing on who's coming in at the club, and I'm, my main concern is how we can turn things round. And I think with maybe a sign and could just give us that lift that we need. Yeah, I think don't get me wrong. I think Lennon would. He still he's got a lot of bar in Lennon. He's a good player. He's experienced and all that. Just think we need um, a step up from that. Like a real, you know, remember with Bolton signing there. Uh, I know it's a while back now. Jock AF and yeah. uh, Birmingham signing yeah. Gary. It's that type of superstar signing, but we're not going to get that probably. But someone who it was proven quality. That's what we need. And Lennon is. I think his form has waned a lot over the last year or two. Yeah. With Tottenham. Well, he's had injuries as well. Yeah. I think he's less and less involved in the England setup. Yeah, probably doesn't. He's not. He's not as young as he was. Obviously, he's he's, he's very fast, isn't he? Which is something that we lack in our team. Just yeah, no no pace whatsoever in our team, uh, and it's making us one dimensional in attacks. There's no like, there's no outlet. We've had we haven't had an outlet all season long. Would you? you know? So do you, so do you, are you not confident? Will you be if if it comes to me in the second of Feb when it's deadline day? Will you be staying up all night and having a, <laughs> having a whiskey with Jim White, or will you not bother, Mark? I do think. Kenwright does love a drama, we can't give him that. With uh, he's used when to we signed Lukaku, Barry, and uh, McCarthy. I remember everyone, Alan Myers, his hair was falling out that night uh, with the, yeah. the amount of stick he was getting on Twitter. But uh, no, I do think we will get someone, um, but it's going to be last minute. It's not going to be like uh, before the Palace game or Liverpool game. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, even like a, it's easy to say, like a foreign winger. So, like yeah. that, the, the deal with Atsu is just. It's not gone to plan, is it? But no. someone, someone to give us a bit of focus, someone for us to type in on YouTube and go, "Ah, oh, this lad looks quality." <laughs> not another Billy, I hope. Like, but um, yeah, I think someone just like that. We'll take anything at the moment. Won't we, Mark? We'll take any sort of positives. And I think the West Ham and City games, we looked at it as a positive, but then the West Brom game is like back Straight to square. Back to as you said before, two steps forward, or one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. It's the Everton way, isn't it? Absolutely depressing. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> there's a part of me that wants us uh, to. I think we can win the Europa League and I'd be made up with finishing 16. Uh, it's just the the season has been such a write off now for too long. It's far too. Um, we can't say it's a poor start. We're now coming towards the, sort of the last third of the season now. We're nearly so. at the end of January, Mark. Yeah. He's, he's talking about you know kickstarting the second half of the <laughs> season, but before you know it, it's February, March. You know we don't get it in a palace. You know the yeah. shy come to town and turn us over because they're, they're playing. I don't know if they're playing well, but they're yeah. getting results. Um, you can certainly put the C in them, putting us in the bottom three. Um, which well, it's know. written in the script, isn't it? Gerard to score, yeah. to score a free kick at the park end or something, and 
you know, yeah. put us put us in the in eighteenth in the league or something. It's just it's written in the script. I mean, I don't think our fans always get up for the derby, but um, no, sorry, I don't, I don't. They do get up for the derby, but I just mean um, in the past we've always took the piss out of Liverpool and that. But now there's a time and a place, and those sort of flags that we saw appearing on Twitter. What would you? I know it's a bit, it's oh. a bit off subject, yeah. but. It's not the not the greatest thing, is it? No, I mean this is a guy. Um, if we're talking about uh, the fabric since nineteen eighty, I think it was, wasn't it? And the, this is a guy that's here ever, for so much, so many times over uh, so many years. I don't know why you would want to associate anything like you that. Want to wind him up anymore, he's, though? Would you? He's really not fabric, and he's just yeah, like you say, it never ever works with Gerard again. He nearly always punishes us for, for any kind of stick we give him. So. I would just. I think he'd be annoyed if we didn't give him any attention because this is his last derby. Um, yeah, it'd be great if we didn't give him any attention. I think we've got. I think we've got a lot more on our plate than than looking elsewhere. Yeah. And, I know it's easy when when Liverpool or other teams are playing to focus on them, but we've got an awful lot to be concerned about at the moment. And there yeah. are there are our main concerns. By the time we get to the derby, I just hope that we've got a victory just for yeah. one, so we can sort of begin to look upwards, maybe or have a bit of a cushion behind us. Yeah. Um, secondly, because I hate Alan Pardew, so I, I want to beat them. But um, that would kill too bad a win in Palace. It certainly would, Mark. I mean, we've got. I don't know whether we talked about Qatar before, but yeah. maybe having, from our, our personal point of view, having a bit of a time away from Everton will will do us good. We we had the Stoke game and yeah. a couple of others over over the festive period. Obviously, things from from bad to worse. We all sort of felt disheartened. We've had Stoke a, was we, horrendous. We've yeah. Had, we've, yeah, it, well, <laughs> let's not go back to that. But no. the four the four draws now put yeah. us in this situation without the FA Cup, without the League Cup. We're looking forward to the Europa. There's no denying that. No yeah. matter what's happening in the Premier League, but I think that our main concern is, and as much as it pains me to say, is staying in this league because if it doesn't, if we don't, looking at those financial figures this week, Mark. Yeah. Well, it's frightening, really, how much. Uh, Revenue um, is from the TV. How much sort of money we we're not um, what's the word? Um, the TV money dominates all our. We're reliant our, on it. Our balance, yeah. yeah. There's no, you know, we're sitting on a league United technically with no. If the TV money ended tomorrow, we would uh, go with it. Yeah. You know, I think it's frightening the lack of commercial. Um, the match day revenue was more than the commercial revenue, which is, yeah. I think. Is absolutely disgraceful, uh, yeah. and and people like Elston need to be held account for that. It's just not good enough. It is very worried. I mean, I think I think I read the figure. We got nearly twenty million for finishing fifth. Yeah. And as much as you get parachute payments to going down, I can't believe we're having this conversation after what <laughs> we saw last season. But it could it could sound like you're joking. Two or three weeks, we could be sitting on mid-table mediocrity, and everyone will be happy. Well, yeah. I think I, I, going into the season, I thought, yeah, if we do have a good go at the Europa, I'll, I'll write the league form off, and yeah. you know, if we finish tenth. Whatever. Yeah. If we have a, we're crying out for silverware, aren't we, Mark? I mean, it's been so long now. We take yeah. it. You, the Europe is the only chance of any any sort of solace from this season. Any sort of hope. Yeah. And you know, all eggs in one basket. Maybe that was Martinez's plan. I think <laughs> maybe he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Questions are rightly being asked of him though. Last season, yeah. you know, I was singing his praises. At one point, I think we bared one to me. She thought I was going to try and have an affair with him because <laughs> I was that complimentary, but. You know, exactly. He, with he came in with a swagger. Everton played with a swagger, but in typical Everton fashion, it's it's gone back to the old ways. But anyway, yeah. As you say, in a couple of weeks' time, we could be sitting here talking after the derby, and Hopefully. we've got a win under our belt, and the spirit's better going into the Europa League, yeah. you know, recommencement. So 
we'll see how it fares out. But anyway, was there any other final thoughts? I think we've covered a lot of things there, Mark. We have. It's good, to be honest. It's nice to have a weekend off where we're not stressing about everything. I know we're out the cup and there's no joy in that. But, uh, Are you going to swerve Twitter then and not I, stop arguing with I might people do, for yeah. 48 hours? Yeah? I'm going to tend to grow some hair back on my head <laughs> and swerve Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, 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 it is, as it says, it says on the tin, it's, it is a conversation. Our fans yeah. love Twitter. I think yeah, more yeah. Everton fans on Twitter than general Twitter users, by the sounds of it, oh. by the looks of things. But... I agree, and they're all great opinions. It's all it's great to have uh, them chats on Twitter, but it's like sometimes you just have to say nothing. Uh, I, with I think my fella said to me, I, I, he read a couple of articles lately, and he agrees with what I said. But he said it's actually time for the players to start doing a bit of the talking on the pitch. And as yes. much as we're discussing things here, it is nice to get things off your chest, yeah. and we'll continue to do so. But you know, there's no point in just talking about the good times at Everton because inevitably there'll be bad times, and the, and these are them. So. Yeah. Hopefully um, everyone's enjoyed listening into this this podcast again. We had decent feedback from last week again. Feedback positive or negative from this one. Yeah. And uh, we'll be in touch again soon. So thanks very much for listening thanks, and goodbye. Guys. Bye now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 